one really uh, uh, big thing right now that's very popular because you know we had the Bitcoin wave, we yeah. had the crypto wave. Now mm -hmm. it's the become your own bank wave. Yeah. And so Waka Flocka did a video, and I was like, he did this video just for me. <laughs> so he did a video that became uh, here locally like very popular in 2020. That's when like our business like starts starts to go up. Okay. And he just talked about, hey, you know, you can actually become your own bank by actually putting money inside of your life insurance policy. Okay. Quick fact, most people don't realize that when you actually put your money in a bank, so a lot of us put our money in the bank, yeah. they actually invest in insurance products and those insurance products actually, I mean, those insurance products actually give them interest. Okay. They make thousands of dollars off of our money. Yeah, yeah. So I said, what if you can become the person that's making the, the interest? What if you can become the bank? Yeah. So you're actually paying your premium. Some of that money is going towards a cash value accumulation account. Okay. The rest of it is going towards to pay for the actual death benefit of the actual cost of insurance. So that's the primary purpose of the insurance, mm -hmm. okay? There's additional benefit called the cash value accumulation account that grows interest. Okay. And then you have uninterrupted interest growth. That money grows tax-free. So okay. you don't have to worry about taxes. Um, the market crash, the best thing about it, unlike your money in a 401k, it does this, like yeah, roller coaster, yeah, uh -huh. not an insurance. So okay. Your money is safe, you have no losses. So everything that people deem is, uh, important, yeah. they insure it. Okay. Their cars, mm -hmm. their cell phones, yeah. their legs, their hands, like yeah. people do that. Yeah. Um, anything they deem important, they insure it. So that's one entity that's very, um, you know, okay. safe. And on top of that, you have people that use their money inside of the cash value accumulation account for different things. Okay. They make investments, they buy properties, they buy cars. You okay. have people that have started businesses. Uh, Walt Disney took money off his policy. Okay. Bought land in Anaheim, California, started the first theme park called Walt Disney. Mm -hmm. Other wealthy been doing this thing called Alert, a life insurance retirement plan. Okay. They invest money in their insurance policy and then money is structured to pay them for a lifetime. Gotcha, so gotcha. you have all those different benefits with the cash value inside of your life insurance policy. Okay. And the only thing that we think about when we hear the word life insurance typically is death. Yeah. So we're like, let us show you something else. What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Equity Tap Network. Listen, I got my guy Ruben and his wife, Sable Ote, with us today. Their company is Making Multi-Millionaires. Uh, before we get going, let's do this. For people that don't know who you guys are, Tell them a little bit about your uh, your background, your name, kind of where you guys are from, and then we'll go from there. Awesome. So my name is Sable Ote. I'm actually a CEO Vice President with PP Agency. I'm the co-founder of Making Multimillionaires. Cool. I'm an ex-teacher, went to school, master's degree in education. Um, I'm a previous, I'm an ex-USA bobsledder. So yeah. I was the bobsledder for TUSA. Um, and I currently co-chair uh, the economic development program for the NAACP with, with Ruben. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. I didn't know y'all yep. in that position. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. So, okay. And lastly, um, I'm the president of the West Tennessee Women's Political Caucus. So, do a lot okay. of things in the community. Ruben Otay, born and raised in Memphis, Tennessee. Went to the best high school in the land, East High School. Yep. Uh, a PhD, agency, senior vice president, co chair, NAACP. Uh, just, uh, you know, it's about being a southern leader. That's what we do. Cool deal. So, man, listen, I. I want to jump into this uh, this background a little bit. Uh, Olympic bobsledder, how did that come about? So um, actually, uh, me becoming a U.S. bobsledder uh, was crazy because uh, I actually started as a teacher. Uh -huh. Me and Ruben got married in high school. Okay. Long story short, we eloped and uh, ended up moving to San Diego okay. because he got into the military yeah. uh, and moved back to Memphis because okay. I felt like I was paying for oxygen to live in San Diego. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I pay for air and no house. <laughs> so moved back home, uh, bought a house and everything. And it was crazy because I never wanted to move back to Memphis, but I love my city. Oh, wow. I love it. But um, 
when I came back home, that's when all the best things started happening. Gotcha. Made the USA bobsled team. I was training for track at first, mm-hmm. and I ended up getting pregnant with our first son. Didn't know I was pregnant, and I was trying to go to trials. Mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, we must be the great support because he was like, "This might be your second shot of like you know making a team." So yeah. I was like, all right, let me go for it. So my guy brother told me about bobsled and bob, training for bobsled is similar to trying out for a football team. Okay. So it's Ooh. like you run and then you stand, you do a broad jump and then you okay. throw the shot with. Okay. Run through the time and eyes. So they want to test your speed and they want to test your power. Gotcha. So literally that's all it is to do it. And you know, the next thing I know, I got an email saying, welcome to the United States Federation. Yeah. You're unfortunately invited to like pretty much move on to the next phase. Wow. Tryouts. So that's where it began. That's crazy. How long did you serve in the army? Which which branch were you in? I was in the, the Navy. Okay. I was in the Navy for about eight years. Eight years and change. Okay. And then I transitioned. I was working for Homeland Security, uh, doing uh, working for Marsog, which is Marine Special Operations Command. Gotcha. And uh, end up we end up transitioning, moving back to Memphis, and uh, couldn't couldn't commute that job there, so ended up. Uh, Find a job out in out Memphis. I was logistics in the military. Okay. And okay. Memphis is nothing but a logistics. Logistics yeah. town, yeah. Found some <laughs> jobs real quick and I was doing logistics. Okay, cool deal. So you guys are running a successful business, right? Did you guys, anybody, either one of y'all have an entrepreneur background prior to starting a business? Did y'all have family? Like, how, how did y'all get into business? Man, trial and error. Uh, I would say life got us here. Okay. Uh, so I got introduced to what I'm what we're doing currently. Mm-hmm. Uh, for all, one of my friends, Chris Richardson, he was actually in the military with me. He was on my second deployment. Okay. And we clicked and he actually was a music producer. So gotcha. he... Uh, Got out of the military, was doing music, was working with a lot of different artists, doing his thing, living the limelight. And then he transitioned to do financial services. All right. And I thought he lost his mind when he did it. <laughs> and we sat down and uh, the first time we had an interaction with him, he was talking about finances. All right. I was, and he actually had this guy named Johnny. Johnny talked to me and challenged me about how I was thinking about money. Yeah. And when he did that, uh, uh, my grandparents gave me some savings bonds over the years. Okay. And you know, these savings bonds, what they, what they told me, this money grows and matures and then you can purchase something you value down the road. Yeah. So that's all I knew what they said. Okay. And he said, <laughs> how much money you got? And I was like, I don't know. Yeah. See, in order to know where you need to go, you need to know where you are. For sure. So yeah. did the, did the homework, see what, see what we actually had and only had in 25 years, I only had 30, $328.58. And I was pissed. Yeah. But he said, keep that same energy because okay. a lot of people that, that, you know, have a 401k, they don't know what their money is doing just like you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, just look at, if you look at it from their perspective, he said, look at, look at the generation that was impacted by that. Mm-hmm. You went off of what your grandparents said, but they didn't pay yeah. attention to it. For sure. Mom, and your mom had it. She didn't pay attention to it. Okay. So I challenged you. You didn't look at it. Yeah, for sure. So I was like, dang, I really need to know how money works. But I... Took that information, but I didn't apply it. Gotcha, gotcha. So later on down the road, life kind of knocked on our door. Yeah. And when life happened, uh, you know, we don't have the money usually to get out of the situation that we're in. Yeah. So what got us here really was with, uh, you know, like she said, like everything started happening with her uh, going to the, uh, trying out for the Olympic team, got second overall at the combine, uh, came came back home and, and went to the Olympic training center and she came back and, I was like, how's it, how's it going? How's it like, very expensive. I was like, how much does this stuff cost? $600 for a helmet? I said, man, you better go to Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just uh, 
shoes, cost of, li- a cost of living to go up there and all this different stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just expensive. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the first and then also, too, like there's no snow here. So yeah. she has to relocate and she has to take out her oh, general. Man. So, yeah, we just bought a house and just bought two new cars at this time. Oh, okay, oh, okay. So I'm just like. Third Street is hiring, baby. But no, but just, uh, just, you know, just, just, just talking and, you know, prayed on him. He's like, you know what? Hey, let's do it. Yeah. And uh, right after that, you know, when you're trying to do something out, out the norm, uh, you're going to have challenges. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Our uh, oldest son, he ended up breaking his femur. Okay. Uh, so he had a cast from his chest all the way down. He uh, played with his cousin on Super Bowl Sunday oh, and wow. broke his femur. So that was a- How old was he? Uh, he was older. He was two. Two, wow. So going on three. And uh, he had that critical injury. So he was like, dang. So at the, at the time, she's not working. I'm working uh, working at my job. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm working second shift. I need to be there with, his, with my son. So yeah. I had to take out work, leave without pay to take care of him. Mm-hmm. She's going back and forth. You know, hey, stay focused and doing what you need to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my mom just moved wow. out of town. Her mom was living in uh, L.A., I mean, in Vegas at this time. Okay. And it was just a lot of just ups and downs. And her grandma... Was trying to help as much as she could, but you know she's she's older. Yeah, yeah. So you know we were just just trial and error, and when he got in that cast, or uh, using that cast for about eight weeks. Okay. And then he had to learn how to walk again, and uh, with with her training back uh, when she got her uh, degree in, uh, she did uh, you know uh, post injury post injury training. Okay. Just to get him to learn how to walk again, and you know, and then right after that, I got hit by eighteen wheeler right wow. around that. So uh, you know, and between. Both of us combined, we had over fifty thousand dollars worth of medical bills and house yeah. we just purchased. Uh, we we were about to lose that home, so right. it would, we just got put against the wall. Yeah. And the first thing I thought about is, you know, one thing you can't get back is time. One thing you can't control is an emergency. Yeah, yeah. And we're really, uh, and uh, it made me think about like, you know, somebody gave me something five years ago, mm-hmm. and that was sitting down with with Chris and, and Johnny, and my ignorance got us here. Like yeah. I couldn't change the situation that happened, yeah. but I could have put myself in a better position because the things that I do now, I knew yeah. five years ago, but I didn't apply the information that was there. Right. Gotcha, gotcha. So what really, I made that obstacle in terms of opportunity. And, uh, you know, we said we had nothing to lose and all the gain. And uh, I'm just glad that uh, Chris followed up with me. Yeah. And uh, just, they would see what was going on. Didn't know nothing about our situation. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was just like, hey bro, what's going on? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> And uh, he gave us this opportunity and uh, the rest is history. We just wanted to be a student of this business. And yeah, student, right. that being a student became uh, came a business. Yeah, yeah, man. Y'all had a lot of life happen. Yeah. Freaking bad. <laughs> yeah, man. I have a question for you, man. Those uh, savings bonds. Did you say those things passed down three generations and it was only worth $300? It was six of him. Six of them. For $300. How many generations? You said your grandmother got it passed to your mom? Well, so... She gave them to us. Okay. So every every birthday she get. Oh, okay, okay. Something. So, but I'm saying that she somebody told her something, but she didn't look at it. Yeah, yeah. My mom had it, knew what knew what it was supposed to do, but never looked at it. And mm-hmm. so many times that we just take people's word, and don't look at the fine print, don't look at. Mm-hmm. Well, I always tell people this: if you have your wallet, if I took a hundred dollars out your wallet, you gonna know. Yeah. I took a hundred dollars. Yeah, for sure. But like, you don't pay to have that same clarity when it comes to your your retirement, your mm-hmm. your, your stocks, your well, all this type of stuff. Yeah. And you got to make sure you know where your money is going. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's so many OGs that's working today when they realize they should have 
had their education mm-hmm. when they started that job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's looking at their money and their money is theirs. It's, yeah. it's the money that they're working hard for. Mm-hmm. And nobody want to stay work, working. Yeah, yeah. This is something that they're passionate about doing. Mm-hmm. And you got to pay attention to what, what your options are and yeah. what your money is doing. Man, that's a good segue. When you guys uh, talk to potential clients, right, and you introduce them to the whole industry of life insurance, like when does that conversation usually start it? Honestly, the, the process is you kind of meet them where they are. So okay. the biggest thing I tell like I can't help you until I know exactly what your responsibility is. And gotcha. We got to have a budget. Uh, I always say people know how to make money, but the biggest problem is people don't know how to manage the money that yep. they have. And when we go over people's uh, portfolio or look at what they got going on, uh, they spend, it's two places where they spend money and they spread no expenses. Yeah. First one is food. You don't eat good. Then the other thing is having fun. Uh, you know, entertaining. Yep. You don't have fun no matter what. So we just, we just had a conversation. Just understand, yeah. look, this is no judgment. Yeah, yeah, it's about sure. improving. Mm-hmm. It's about correcting what's been, what's been going on for centuries. So yeah. we just want to put them in a situation where they can be at ease yeah. and talk about it. Cause you know, like a lot of times we, you know, when it comes down to it, we talk about, you know, having more than one uh, checking account because we have everything coming out. We forget about the subscriptions. We forget yeah. about, we forget about, uh, you know, that we ain't paying attention to what's coming out. So like, and you know, it's, it's like death trying to look at your statement. No, yeah. I don't want to look at their statement, see yeah. the truth. Yeah. So we just have that transparency with them because seeing who, what, if you're the breadwinner, mm-hmm. just seeing exactly what your responsibility is and you need the coverage to take care of all of those mm-hmm. things. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, just sitting down, then we can actually go into that. So it's all about affordability and seeing what's the best thing for them long term. Gotcha. If they have pre existing conditions, I would like say why we joke about this all the time about look, I'm your lawyer. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to, because these companies, they're going to give you coverage, but they got to know that you are where you need to be. And it's our job to put you in the best company okay. to work for you. Because yeah. if, you don't, if you don't tell us this, it's gonna come back like, yeah, I'm, I'm healthy. Ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you had like, I ain't been to the doctor in five years. And then you, <laughs> you go to the doctor because they gave you something that you want to hear. Yeah. And then, yeah. And yeah. then we, like that. So, like, the biggest thing we tell them about be transparent because it makes our job easier. Yeah. yeah. So we can actually help you. What do you see most clients come to you guys at? Right now, I'm working with a lot of people that are entrepreneurs. Mm. Um, typically they don't have anything set up for retirement. I always tell them the biggest thing is we are focusing so hard on making the money but we're not putting our money anywhere where it can make money for us. Like what are we doing? You know what I'm saying? Are we putting our money somewhere where it can outpace or keep up with inflation? Mm -hmm. Right? And so, and also being a a previous teacher, a prior teacher. Okay. And you know, um, master's in education, I taught for about seven years. Yeah. And so, um, I have a soft spark for the teachers because you know, we we trying to get, you know, make our schools five stars, take care of our kids, but we got to be taken care of too. Yeah. So just helping them have something set up additionally mm-hmm. with cash value policies, right? Okay. Sometimes the pension funds are not enough. We can talk about pension funds later. Yeah. But sometimes what we have for our regular retirement is not enough to live. Okay. So we have to have a supplemental way of saving for our retirement mm-hmm. if people don't realize that they can actually do that in insurance. Gotcha, gotcha. Just to go back and answer your question, many people can be in a position, but because of how they're spending their money, they're not in a position. Yeah, yeah. Some people have more, some people have less. 
Mm-hmm. And then those that have less, you're like, all right, what else you gonna do to make some more money? Because yeah. this right here ain't cutting, right? Yeah. You're gonna get and get a second job, or mm-hmm. you know, you wanna get into some type of entrepreneurial endeavor, or you wanna what do you wanna do to actually be able to offset sure. the money you're not making? Because you gotta do something else. Cause most jobs, if you're not top tier, yeah. you're not really making enough money. Barely so making they, enough to get by, yeah. So yeah. Let's hang our head on the retirement piece a little bit, right? Talk to me about some of the retirement options that entrepreneurs have. Okay. <laughs> okay. I want I do want to touch on the ones with the employees too, but okay, as cool. far as for entrepreneurs, one really uh, uh, big thing right now that's very popular because you know we had the Bitcoin wave, we yeah. had the crypto wave, now mm-hmm. it's the become your own bank wave. Yeah. And so Waka Flocka did a video, and I was like, he did this video just for me. So he did a video <laughs> that became uh, here locally like very popular in 2020. That's when like our business like starts starts to go up. Okay. And he just talked about, hey, you know, you can actually become your own bank by actually putting money inside of your life insurance policy. Okay. Quick fact, most people don't realize that when you actually put your money in a bank, so a lot of us put our money in the bank, yeah. they actually invest in insurance products and those insurance products actually, I mean, those insurance products actually give them interest. Okay. They make thousands of dollars out of our money. Yeah, yeah. So I said, what if you can become the person that's making the, the interest? What if you can become the bank? Yeah. So you're actually paying your premium. Some of that money is going towards a cash value accumulation account. Okay. The rest of it's going towards to pay for the actual death benefit of the actual cost of insurance. So that's the primary purpose of the insurance, mm-hmm. okay? That's additional benefit called the cash by accumulation account that grows interest. Okay. And then you have uninterrupted interest growth. That money grows tax-free. So okay. you don't have to worry about taxes. Um, the market crash, the best thing about it, unlike your money in a 401k, it does this, like yeah, roller coaster, yeah, uh-huh. not an insurance. So okay. Your money is safe. You have no losses. So everything that people deem is, uh, important, yeah. they insure it. Okay. Their cars, mm-hmm. their cell phones, yeah. their legs, their hands. Like yeah. People do that. Yeah. Um, anything they deem important, they insure it. So that's one entity that's very um, you know, okay. safe. And on top of that, you have people that use their money inside of the cash value accumulation account for different things. Okay. They make investments, they buy properties, they buy cars. You okay. have people that have started businesses. Uh, Walt Disney took money off his policy. Bob Lane and I in California started the first thing for called Walt Disney. Mm-hmm. Uh, the wealthy have been doing this thing called Alert, a life insurance retirement plan. Okay. Where they invest money in their insurance policy and then money is structured to pay them for a lifetime. Gotcha, so gotcha. you have all those different benefits with the cash value inside of your life insurance policy. Okay. And the only thing that we think about when you hear the word life insurance typically is death. Yeah. So we're like, let us show you something else. Let us show you how you can become successful by being in the industry, mm-hmm. how you can become a six-figure income earner. Let us show you how the wealthy actually utilize the products yeah. to build and grow wealth, not only for themselves, but for their children mm-hmm. while they're living. Okay. So life insurance is not just in case only for when you pass away, yeah, yeah, but yeah. as people get policies on their kids, even when they're very little, mm-hmm. not, because, not because they're going to pass away, but because they're going to live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I mentioned at the, um, the summit that uh, people get um, policies on their children mm-hmm. as soon as they get a social security number. Okay. And that's where the million dollar, uh, million dollar baby theory has come from. Okay. Where people invest in policies until their kids turn 18 years old, mm-hmm. by the time they're 18 and 26 years old, they're gonna million dollars in cash value. Wow. Typically, of course, we can't do that in Memphis, obviously, because yeah. most people don't have that type of money to invest on a policy. But what's stopping them from creating $25,000 baby? Yeah, right? For sure. So they can uh-huh. have money to actually start some entrepreneurial endeavors, go buy some eyelash and start yeah. an eyelash, you know, company or whatever they want to do. They mm-hmm. have something to start with yeah. versus consistently being born into poverty and not having anything to, to you know. 
Yeah. Start that, that Talk to me about this uh this million million dollar baby. That's cool. That's the first time I've ever heard that, right? Yeah. So uh, what what does the policies look like? It's just a, a, a policy that uh, it's a it's an IUA, which is an index universal life insurance policy. Okay. And they they depending on what their budget is, they try to max fund it as much as possible. Okay. So that money can actually grow and accumulate, and they have a certain type of money where they can actually have asset okay. a, a, access. When you say max fund, what is is that only a certain amount that you can put in? Well, just I always say like if you could put a like we have one one lady, she's just putting like what like five what like five hundred five hundred bucks. We got somebody's doing five hundred dollars, thirty four hundred dollars. So basically, when you're max funding the policy, you're mm -hmm. decreasing the death benefit. Okay. And you're seeing how much how much that money can work for you. So it's not going to be a huge death benefit. You know, somebody gets like, I'm on a million dollar policy. Yeah. Well, if you want a million dollar policy, you have to put part of the money in there to fund it so yeah. that more of the, that money that you're putting in is going towards a cash value accumulation account. Okay. So you got to pay for the cost of insurance. Yeah. So if you lower the cost of insurance, more of that money is going towards a cash accumulation account. Okay. That makes okay. sense. So the death benefit is lower. So that's how you're able to max fund it by okay. increasing the death benefit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's that why people get more than one policy. They yeah. layer their policies. Mm -hmm. And then so also too, like I'm I'm a big believer. Like every every child is not meant to go to school. Yeah. So I want to give them an option. Nothing nothing wrong with policies that strictly go just straight for education. Or a five twenty or with five twenty nine. You know, like nothing's wrong with that. But like my thing is, every every child is not meant to go to school. So I want to give them the option if they want. This person wants to. The uh, entrepreneur, hey, they got the capital to actually start their business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if they actually want to be, you know, go to school, you know, some kind of law fund, college program, or doctor's program, they have the money that they can actually have access to to actually go actually do that. Yeah. Just uh, hypothetically, uh, and I'm pretty sure there are some viewers that can fund a, a policy to be able to put their kids in a position right, right. to be millionaires when they whenever that account matures yeah. typically what does that investment looks like on a monthly basis if you want to set up a child from birth and i know it fluctuates based on the market but what or it may may not i don't know yeah so uh everything tracks the s p 500 so it does okay okay fluctuate on the uh the, you know the market okay performance but the good thing about it is there's no downside only upside yeah. so the only game no losses <laughs> so if you're a parent jordan yeah. right you can actually mm. Fund that policy for that child. Of course, the computer does all the numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, they can have a substantial amount of money by the time they turn 18, yeah. 26 years old. You know, but typically you do have to fund. You have to put quite a bit in there to fund it. Mm -hmm. But everything goes based off of, you know, the computer. Computer does everything. And it is health. They do check health. Okay. So they check the health and make sure the health is good because you do have to qualify based on mm -hmm. health. Gotcha. Uh, when it comes to, you know, the kids' policy. Let me ask you something, uh, just from my education level, when it comes to insurance. Is it uh, true that if a kid gets a policy early on and they may encounter health benefits later, that those things won't get factored in because they had the policy when they were healthy? Yeah, no, no. It's no, it's no uh, if you have a policy already, you're healthy. Mm -hmm. They don't count it against you if you are already, like if something happens. Now, if you have, now we're going to talk about living benefits. Okay. So I'm going to talk about twofold. So if you're trying to increase the coverage, mm -hmm. you they may check to see if you're actually, that's where they want to check your health because you're trying okay. to get more okay. coverage now. Yep. So, okay, are you still healthy? You're good. Are you like a risk now to us? Gotcha. But you got to check. We don't do a, what they call a pyramid. Okay. You know, but if it's something where you're like needing to use your living benefits, um, like if somebody, something happens while that person is living, like heart attack, stroke, cancer, lung disease, we're not limited to that. Major injuries like what Ruben had or my son, you can use up to 90% of how much coverage you have. So let's say that person, let's say we would have had $100,000 in coverage or my son at the time mm -hmm. of their incidents. Yeah. They could have used up to $90,000, up to 90%. Oh, I, I can use that money to pay mortgage. Yeah. I can use that money to pay the light bill. Yeah. They got tired of pulling up and couldn't open up the garage. For sure. Because life is off again, yeah. right? Yeah. At that, that point in time of our lives. But 
everything happens for a reason, mm-hmm. right? So I'm very adamant about like spreading the word about this because that's something that we could have utilized, but we didn't have. Yeah. And we're crisis driven like community, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. We wait until a crisis happens, wait till our backs against the wall, and then we want to do something. I'm saying that because that was me. Yeah. Right. We don't just like go gotta get paid. All right. Yeah. Pay this one night. <laughs> you know. So like we gotta get out of that mindset because if we want wealth, wealth doesn't actually start in a bank account. It starts in our mind. Right. Ooh, yeah. So are you dropping nuts? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so talk to me about the living benefit side of things. Yes. Yes. Living benefits. So it automatically comes with a policy. Okay. No additional cost. As long as the client is healthy enough, mm-hmm. then they're gonna give it to that client. And no additional cost. It's kind of like cell phone, right? And the okay. evolution of cell phones. So you know how we had the flip phone. Yeah. Y'all out here playing snake, you know? <laughs> 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 Still you the Burberry, and then you got the iPhone 24s, who knows? Yeah. So it's kind of like <laughs> life insurance evolutionized, right? Okay. And now we have um those different benefits that are added to the policy. Okay. We have good qualified, reputable agents that with licenses that can give you illustrations mm. to show you because you know we've had this stigmatism against life insurance, especially as an African American, mm-hmm. because back in the day, I mentioned this uh, as well to Summit, um, we couldn't get insurance as African Americans, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then once we were able to get it, they would charge us more and more for the same amount of coverage. They charge us more money, mm. right? And then to stop us from getting coverage, yeah. they would increase the amount that we have to pay monthly yeah. or weekly basis or whatever. So that just kind of pushed a lot of us out from getting it. So we yeah. weren't able to create wealth through insurance because it was all these stipulations against us. Gotcha. So once we're able to get the insurance, you know, and have proper illustrations so we can know if something does happen, if it turns out or something like that. Because, mm-hmm. you know, back in the day, grandma had a policy. Yeah. Grandma passed away. Well, what happened to grandma policy? Yeah. Well, she had a term policy. Now, they all get into the different types. Yeah. Up, she had a term policy, right? And mm-hmm. it turned out. But nobody knew because nobody told her she had a term. Nobody told yeah. her it was going to expire. Nobody told grandma that the term is going to start at the cost of a bag of Reese's, it is going to end up being the cost of a mortgage. Yeah. Okay? So it's like that misleading or misconception yeah. about insurance. So now it's like us really building that trust with our clients saying, look, this is what you got. I'm qualified. I'm going to help you. I'm working yeah. in your favor because I want to do what's best for your family. So the living benefits, it now comes with a policy and no mm-hmm. additional cost. And we don't get to see the client's medical or anything like that. Okay. The underwriter does it. Yeah, so we pretty much get all the information from our clients. As I always okay. say, it's very important to be transparent. Yeah. Because we got to put everything on the application. Because mm-hmm. if it's not on there, they're going to see it. Yeah. They're going to yeah. ask us to ask you again about question 10 feet. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. then once we do that and they say, okay, cool, this client is good health, they're good to go, mm-hmm. then they'll give them the benefits, they'll give them coverage, okay. and they'll be good to go. Do you guys, once you bring on clients and stuff like that, what is your strategy for a client? Is it every few years you meet with them? How do you guys help them manage it, keep up with everything and grow it? Uh, we usually do annual reviews. So okay. a lot of times, sometimes when we send it some, uh, send it somebody, they always say, when they look at all the different options that they have, I want this one. But, yeah. uh, your budget says you can't get that one right now. Yeah. <laughs> and I had that conversation like, you know, you have to work your way up to it. So like yeah. I, I talk about me, mm-hmm. like when I first, when we first got a policy, we had got a term policy. Yeah. So I could afford at that moment, but you can convert that term to actually make it a permanent policy later on really? down the road. Okay. So okay. you just have that conversation and just, Hey, you look, first thing is you need to get this budget. Yeah. This budget, you need to get that down. Mm-hmm. And then let's get you with something that's not, uh, that's not, that's inexpensive as much as possible. Gotcha. Because I always say, say this all the time. Like, if you, if money is tight and your stomach is on your back, you're going to choose the four for four over this policy. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Just looking at it from that standpoint, uh, we want to make sure you know, you know exactly what you got, mm-hmm. what, what's going on. And then we we're, we're caught. We're here. We were in a in a year later. 
that's seeing if you're sticking to what we said, what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And so then we go see what's the next steps moving forward. And I, I want to ahead, yeah. for you because like you get people that have get it as spat with the tournament and permanent. We yeah. go for what's best for our client. Yeah. If our client budget say time, you go turn. Sure. If our client budget say, okay, you can do some cash value stuff, we gotta go there. Mm-hmm. But I always tell people, I want them to understand term insurance is for if you pass away within that time frame. Yeah, okay? yeah. Mm-hmm. Permanent insurance is for when. You're when. going to pass away one day, but yep. this is going to last you for a lifetime. Okay. So you got if, you got when. Some people need both if and when. We have both if and when. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah. got the term policy because you get a lot of coverage yep. for a certain amount of time for a small amount of money. Yep. We don't have how much money our business is worth in our bank account right now. Yeah, yeah. So you want to have or how much the house, how much we owe on the house. So you want to make sure all your insurable needs are met. Yeah. So you got that, you put that together, the house together, the business together, that's a lot of money. Yeah. So you need a half million dollars or a million dollar policy for term to cover that. Yeah. That's happens. that protection piece. Right, yeah. and then we're entrepreneurs, we don't have no retirement mm-hmm. set up. So we got to set up retirement, so we got permanent policies, there's growing cash value, so we yeah. got both. Okay. So the wealthy you get several policies, they don't just have one policy. Okay. But okay. if I'm going to give somebody one type of policy, typically mm-hmm. if they're like much more, um, we call it that they're beautifully seasoned. Okay. I'm going to give them a, a permanent policy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I want to give somebody like 60, 70, you know, a, a term policy because it's going to yeah. turn out because they may live past those 10 years. Mm-hmm. So I try to give them a permanent. So yeah. that's the all time I will ultimately just pick that one over the other one. But if they're younger, the time I will ultimately pick a term over a permanent mm-hmm. is when they're they're younger. Okay. So they don't have a lot of money. They want to get something. So I'm going to give them a term, but they got a little more time to get something else later. That makes sense. Yeah. Is there an ideal client that you guys look for? Or you guys just kind of work with anybody who's interested in getting coverage? Well, I said it. So, like, we we do aim uh, uh, as far as this is what I got from one of my mentors. He always talked about aim. people that that's more serious. Mm-hmm. That's over 25. Usually okay. we say over 25 because, you know, life kind of smacking in the mouth. Yeah, yeah. You talk to somebody younger than that, they ain't thinking about no. They still think they can run the world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, to uh, people that's making uh, at least about 40,000. 40, okay. I uh, people that are married or have kids or in a serious relationship because they know how to make commitments. So, for sure, for sure. But trying to help the middle class families pretty much. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. Really, because those that information when it comes to financial literacy, period, mm-hmm. uh, those those people are getting left behind as much as possible. Yeah. And you know, like we really want to impact those communities because the rich is getting rich and the poor are getting poor. Yeah. Because that information is not in our schools. Yeah. It's not where it needs to be. And we want to actually give that information back because we know life happens every day. Yeah. But we want to put them in a position so when life happens, they can fight back. Uh, say, well, you said something that really connected. It was the the millions are made, right? Wealth yes. is created in the mind before it's manifested in the physical. So I kind of want to transition a little bit and kind of talk, uh, just jump into the mindset, right? Uh, of what mindset you actually need to be in, or it's just the community in general. Like, how do we need to be thinking about our finances now? I would say, uh, honestly, getting into business, this is what helped transform my mindset and my mentors. Okay. You gotta have a mentor. Yeah. You gotta have, if you're gonna get into business, you gotta have a system. Mm-hmm. You gotta have mentors there too. So that's what really helped me and just seeing both of our growth. Cause we got married, we was 18, 19. Okay. So you yeah, was transition. Young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like, you know, it's very easy to have negative things come to your mind, but you gotta learn how to have a stretch vision. You gotta learn to mm-hmm. see like, okay, because before it actually happens, I gotta see myself there. Mm-hmm. Before wealth actually comes to me, I gotta think that I'm wealthy. Yeah. That's where it is because that's what you're gonna manifest. Mm-hmm. And those manifestations, you gotta believe it's all come to life. I'm not trying to be religious, but yeah. to me, everything is like biblical, right? Yeah. And it's just like, man, it's all this all in the Bible. Like, you know, you gotta reap what you sow, you gotta sow good seeds, you gotta reap a harvest. Yeah, all that. So 
literally that's what it is and like mm-hmm. and i'm telling you like you you will be get, get put into places and spaces you never thought you would be mm-hmm. and change your mindset yeah, you put absolutely. work behind and now mm-hmm. you just have a mindset you yeah. ain't working for it. you gotta work too so literally that's what that was what it was for me just having that mentorship and god is in that reinforcement and that accountability because mm-hmm. people don't like accountability yeah. like check me if i'm if i'm being negative because my guys gonna tell you they come up in my office so they make it like oh did you, you saw me? Like, yeah, yeah. They know, and I do it in a joking way, uh-huh. but it's like good, like helping them transition, like helping them see the person that they can actually be yeah. and not using the situation of the current situation that they're in right now, letting them know that's not the end. Yeah. Like, this is just like, God don't tell you the process. Like, you're going to show you the end, but he ain't going to tell you what the process yeah, is going yeah, to be. He's going to show you the vision. So, you know, I'm just helping them get through. It helps me go make sure I don't back, I don't go back yeah, yeah. my mindset. It helps me kind of propel the yeah. forward too. It's crazy. I was uh, I was watching a podcast recently and the guy was talking about negative. Right. And he said, once you verbalize negative, it's 40 to 70 percent more likely that that negative event would occur because, you know, you've put that into the atmosphere. The atmosphere. Yeah. Yes. I got a question for you guys, because I'm always curious how people farmers make it happen. Right. You guys got three, three sons, right? Yes. Three boys. Right. Uh, a lot of things like how do y'all manage our schedule at this point? <laughs> People say you gotta make time to do what you want to do, or you gotta you with balance. It's no such thing as balance. Yeah, it's, it's really no. You just gotta get no. Like I always look at it from this perspective. Uh, it's something that one of my mentors said. God gave everybody the same twenty four hours. Yeah, and you know it's all about you manage your time or you waste it. Mm-hmm. And the, the successful people they manage their time. So you really just gotta be good with time management. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times we're not really good at time management yeah. because that, that's where the accountability comes in. Gotcha. And I think that's, you know, the more successful you are to be around the mentors that, we, that we're around, we just seen that, you know, the, the success they had and you know, we time, I mean, like, it was like the first yeah. time we, we got a, we saw about, he did this, they did that. Yeah. Everything, yeah. but then you, you know, you make so no excuses. You just around yeah. those. Keep yourself yeah. around around the fire. Keep yourself yeah. around the fire. You you're you gonna get that information for you're sure. Get this stuff. And I always say this all the time. Like when she, just just to go back to what she said about mentors. If I had a if I had a map and you can miss every pothole in Memphis, yeah. but you actually do it. Yes, that man. I will pay you top of money for this map. Because <laughs> let me tell you something. <laughs> you know, the dollar mentor there. They already made the mistake, so yeah. you, you know they got they got the map for you. Mm-hmm. And you actually follow the map, follow the system. Don't get in your own, get out of your own way. Yeah, yeah. just do what you need to do. You're gonna find the time to do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And then you know, like you know, seeing what's important, what's not important, what's urgent, not urgent. Yeah, what's you know, you got to get this stuff. You got to delegate it, schedule. Mm-hmm do what you need to do now yeah, yeah, yeah so it's just about just really taking the time and just really processing it going like at the beginning of the week see what's important see what you have to do and just little by little start making the check this and getting stuff done yeah and i i try but like we always talk about weak words and strong words okay so i try no I, that's I, a weak I'm word yeah i'm doing it i'm yeah, going to get it done yeah. Absolutely. i will get it done it's, it's done mm-hmm. so just really having that language is just you know just come up with solutions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Solution driven all the time. Not trying to make excuses. Just, just do what you need to do. And yeah. I want to say this one thing. You gotta hire help. Like a <laughs> lot of times, you never have all the money you need. Yeah. And a lot of times, you never be to pay yourself like you want to pay yourself. Okay. But in order to get there, you gotta, you gotta pay somebody help. Okay. So I have two assistants. Okay. That was gonna be my next question. Like, what does yeah. the staff look like? <laughs> I got two assistants nine and nine. I have a part-time night nanny. And I know a lot of times wow. like I heard okay. nanny, if you had dip your toe in the water, my uh 
My mentor would tell me all the time, Sheena would tell me, yeah, dip your toe in the water, just dip your toe. Yeah. At the beginning, like one of my nannies actually had, she's getting ready to go to school to be a doctor. And this was getting ready to go to school to be a doctor. And I would right. replace her. <laughs> but, uh, and my kids love her. But you got to hire help because you can't do it all. Yeah. You're not God. That job is already taken. You can't be everywhere and do everything. So mm-hmm. you got to make sure you're not being cheap and you got to hire help. Yeah, that's a mindset, yes. right? It's yes. like, um, go ahead. Um, just to, you know, like, you know, as a job, as being an entrepreneur, your job is to create job. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, so like yeah. you, that's, that's, that's where you give back. Like, yes. and the things that you don't post, the things that don't make you money that you yeah. need to delegate, you need to put, you need to hire somebody to actually do the things that oh, don't right. make you money. Yeah. So that's what we learned just being around these individuals, just like, look, look, you don't supposed to be phone clothes. Yeah. To get somebody, hire somebody to do that. Mm-hmm. You don't supposed to be, uh, you know, like the thing, the little, the tedious stuff that you need to do that's not making you money. You need to delegate that stuff and actually put somebody in place that you, you can pay for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get you out of that so you can focus on what makes you money. Yeah. So that's that's something that we really got passionate about. And then we saw it. We were like, man, I don't want to spend this money. And that's the biggest thing. Like, yeah. we don't want to spend the money. Yeah. And we know we need it. We really need, need it. the help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, like, if you're seeing all these successful people, you don't see, you know, all the staff, all the things that go on behind the scenes yeah. that they actually delegating this stuff for actually people that that they're helping them to create jobs. So. Yeah, yeah. We do so, fall close though. Okay. We sent the record straight on that one. Man, you guys are mentally sharp. You know, you guys, I, I'm just listening to you talking. It's just resonating big time, man. What, what does education look like for y'all? And like, you know, it's so funny. We was, uh, we was having this, we have a conference Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's right when school starts every single year. Oh, wow. And uh, a lot of guys are like, man, I don't know if I'm going to go. And, you know, it's the first day of school. I want to meet my kids going to school. I was like, yeah. this is the same school that don't teach us about taxes, credit, budgeting, banking, uh, real estate, insurance, yeah. all the things that you need to know. Be, uh, I don't care. As long as you use word, you know, reading, comprehension, and everything else, entrepreneurship. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all right. Just how money works. And I was like, you know, I, I look at it in this way, like being putting my kids around people that's actually going out here and taking control of their life. Mm, yeah. That's 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 you know, created businesses, created opportunities for them, not only for themselves, but everybody that, that's in with their last name. Mm-hmm. I'm putting it around the people that's gonna, you know, around their children, yeah, by their children, by their kids. So they're thinking different. They they want to move different. Like yeah. I had my uh, my our oldest son last year. He was talking about his vision, what he wants to do in front of in, in front of MGM Grand Arena with over thirteen thousand people wow. in attendance, and just you know just seeing his vision and seeing what he wants to accomplish. Like that's all. Hey, you know he's like, what I'm gonna say, be you. Yeah, go out there and just go ahead and do it. And he did a number of job. But just seeing you know like just seeing that his mindset. Mindset is shifting, yeah, and you know, just you know, having those kind of conversations, and he's traveling. Like even my uh, my my our youngest kid, mm-hmm. uh, just put him in a situation where he has a passport and he only he's he's not even one yet. Yeah, you know, wow. and he's been out of time. You know, just seeing all this all these things, just putting education around him, but just also with us, just you know, just putting like you know. I think uh, the books that we read every single month, mm-hmm. uh, the things, you know, we, we're really big on, you know, every time I'm waking up or she's waking up, we got, we have somebody in that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either we're reading, we're listening to a book or we're mm-hmm. actually on, on a podcast and listen to, listen to a, a, a sermon okay. or something like that. Just always trying to, trying to just. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that mind is, it's tricky, man, because 
it's so much negative, right? You don't even realize how much negative is around you and yeah. the things that you're talking about, like always being intentional about putting positive in, yeah. like there's a battle. There's yeah. a battle yeah. for your attention, yeah. right? Attention is the most expensive thing right now, right? And there's a battle and people are pulling for it. And if you're not intentional about what you're spending your time on, what you're listening to, you will find yourself floating towards those things without even realizing it. Right. Give me some book recommendations, man. What books have changed the game for y'all? <laughs> Secrets of a Millionaire Mind. Was Be Obsessed or Be Average by Grant Cardone. Okay. The next Five Moves. Oh yeah, by Patrick and David. You gotta get that one. But talk to me a little bit about some of the struggles, man, that you guys saw with getting, because you guys are multi-millionaire producers now in the industries, helped several people hit, you know, six-figure level. Like, what was that initial struggle, man? And what was the breakthrough that really helped y'all propel? Um, so. I remember uh, we was, you know, always as a business owner, you're always reinvesting back in the business. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest hard, hard thing when it comes to the business, because, you know, you just try, you just trying to get get out of the hole. Yeah, yeah. Just trying to get get where you need to go. But, mm -hmm. you know, I always, life always happens. Yeah. And we was at a point where um, where we was at, we was in our convention in Vegas, and our mentor said, hey, well, you know, you always got to reinvest back in your business. So we had to reinvest into the next big event. But we we said, you know, we got to envision the people that we're going to bring. Mm -hmm. Lives we're going to change. And the money that we use was our mortgage money. Wow. And, uh, you know, like, it was like, ah, man, we could, we could get that money back. Yeah. Uh, we didn't get that money back. <laughs> <laughs> and it was going in. That was in August. And then going into December, uh, it was like, hey. You know, you're seeing seven thousand dollars over that get kicked out your home. Mm. Uh, and I was like, dang, this is the second time we got to this, got to this point where yeah. we're about to lose a home kill. And like, you know, and we just, you know, try to invest in our business and we got to work. And I think that was really the first time where we saw that one, if we really take this business to the next level, mm -hmm. we can really make an impact on our in with income and yeah. actually in our life. And we made not only we made the seven thousand, we made fourteen grand that month. Wow! And you know that was a that was a eye opener for us, and you know that was one of the biggest things. And then also too, you know, uh, we we lost, you know, we lost a uh, lost our um, came back for it's funny, it's all things about convention. Came back to a convention, found out we was getting kicked out of the the the, the our, our space. Okay. So then we had to, you know, we was running. We and, and shout out to Lorenz High School. I mean, Q yeah. Principal Lorenz High School. <laughs> yeah, I said, no, I said, middle high, whatever. <laughs> but he actually allowed us to actually still do training and stuff like that in the school. I got into this business, and you know, like I never ran a business before, so it was a lot of trial and error. Mm -hmm. So I remember one day I came home. She probably she probably doing this, but. She had like a whole bunch. She she applied for me for a job. <laughs> she had like you. She, I went on a. I went on a B, a USA Gov whatever. Thing. Hey, my <laughs> yeah. and, you know, like what? You know, like you know, I got I got to get some money so I can get some. Like, I call them shut up checks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get some shut up checks. You you know you can you can you. Uh, so I was in Whistler, Canada. Okay. The fastest track in the world. Mm -hmm. And you go down the first three turns. It drops 20 stories. Wow. And we were sleeping on this hard floor, you know, the old school floor, the big carpet, like this was a yeah, yeah. right there. And because me and my driver couldn't afford it, like uh, two beds. So it was like okay. a little twin bed, so we would swap, okay. like with the beds. Wow. The military overpaid us one time. When they do that, they take all your money, right? Mm. To get their money back. Okay. So we got like some money, and I was like, we got like some money to buy, like over $1,000. Like, yeah. 
all military, make sure it's not their money. Yeah. Come to find out, it was from a policy. Mm. And it was actually from just helping a family member. Yeah. And I was able to use that money and get too bad. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't have to eat <laughs> peanut butter and oatmeal because I was eating peanut butter. I was eating oatmeal and yogurt because those things are, they'll be filling, mm -hmm. you know. So you have the, I literally survived bobsled off of peanut butter, yogurt, oatmeal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Wow. I, I found did. that last book, so I'm sorry. I won't, I'll be fake made millionaire. Fake made millionaire. Okay. I not mention our mentor, Master Paula, Money Smart Guy. I got to. Look him up. He yesterday was a shot in the book. We're forever grateful for oh, this guy. Wow. Okay. For him to be where he is in the company, the first to everything, first to make a million, just a pace setter in the company. Mm -hmm. We they created even new uh higher, you know, levels because uh of seniority just because they've done so much. It's like yeah. you just can't top it. So and he still makes the time he and his wife Sheena to mentor us. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that's you know. That's, That's dope. That's Faith really made millionaires. I'm about Faith to check that one out. Yep. Cool, cool. So let me ask you guys, man. You guys have accomplished so much, right? Uh, actually, how long have you guys been in business? I don't think I asked that question. Uh, it'll be seven years in September. Wow. That's actually a short amount of time for the success that you guys have seen. I've seen some people take way longer than that to grow businesses, man. So that's cool. So what's next for you guys? Well, right now, honestly, we're just looking to grow. Okay. You know, uh, in order for us to really have an impact on our community, mm -hmm. change, it's everything that's being going on right now is all cultural. Like, okay. we, we want to change the culture here in Memphis. We want to start here at our home base. Okay. Uh, we want to be able to educate more people. Gotcha. Uh, the, the way to actually eliminate a lot of the crime and stuff is because of the people in park. Yeah, yeah. Right? And so we've been doing some stuff. We've been collaborating with the schools and it's been a blessing because some of the principals, mm -hmm. uh, the board um, has been actually allowing us to actually talk to the teachers, talk okay. to the you know, children, things like that. So we're actually looking for more people that will be willing to learn this okay. craft, get licensed, become professionals. Yeah. We'll, we're going to train you because we just can't do it alone. Yeah, like yeah. We, have a, we have a team, but we're looking for more people that will be open and willing to learn and okay. willing to help educate our community. Yeah, just uh, the biggest thing is uh, with this industry, it needs more of us in it. Yes. Uh, it's This industry is 81% Caucasian, the other 19% is, is, is diverse. Okay. And I always say to make an impact, uh, you uh, you can actually just looking at what we provide. Like I was like, yeah, when, say, when it comes to wealthy people, they when they see something value, they insure it. And the number one asset in your life is your life. Mm -hmm. And then also too, you gotta understand money, you know what your money is doing, what your money is doing. So when it comes to retirement, when it comes to making sure that your money is doing everything it needs to do for you and for your family, mm -hmm. uh, you gotta pay attention to it. And we're we're giving people that education. Also, too, on on another side, we're really, really been uh really been passionate about helping entrepreneurs. Yes. Uh as far as uh, I, I know for me. Uh, we've been helping a lot of barbers, a lot of uh, uh, nail technicians, tattoo okay. artists, uh, beauty salon, hairstylists, uh, because their gift is their hands and they get so much money in. And it was, for, you know, just looking at what happened in the pandemic when when the government pretty much controlled their hands, yeah. where they couldn't go they make no money. This yeah. wasn't essential. That was the first time where, you know, they saw that, hey, like, I don't know when I'm going to go back to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, your mindset for a lot of them was, you know, what, you know, if I cut a couple of heads, uh, you know, make it, make it back up. Yeah. But, you know, that was the first time like, hey, like I need to I need to do something else. For sure. So I was like, you know, it's not all a be all, but you need to pay, start preparing for tomorrow. You need to start looking for other opportunities if, it, if it's out there. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we just been doing a lot of stuff and helping them as far as doing that as well. And then on the NAACP side, as far as being uh 
of the uh, economic side, we've been really been big on just really trying to expose and help anybody that, you know, when it comes to the school system, they're really not, you know, putting us in a position to to do like the Boltech stuff. Like everybody, yeah, yeah. everybody, everybody's not meant to go yeah. to college, you know. Or also too, like the people that, you know, that's come coming back from from, you know, they had uh they went to prison, whatever case may be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it, if we gotta really give them a second chance, let's really give them a second chance. For sure, yeah. for sure. And really trying to come up with a program that we can actually help them or enhance them. Oh, that's they dope. Can actually yeah. Find find a way where they can actually, you know, still make the money they need to the money and they don't have to go through a job, but they can actually become a job and be the C CEO themselves. Ooh, yeah. So but seeing like what we can do to actually help them as well. Okay. As okay. far as uh, so we could be a benefit to them so they don't have to go back to to what they what they're used to or what they're accustomed to. Yeah. It's easy to go back to you know, being you gotta have options. Right. But but it's it's scared to actually go where where's the unknown. Where yeah. it's, it's it's if you keep keep doing it, you know, no no selling where you can go. Man, that's dope, man. I'm excited for y'all. You know, just the mindset to see you guys growing and moving forward in business as a couple. Right. That's one of the things that I've always valued with me and my wife, right? We built companies together. And uh, I know the joy of spending time with my wife yeah. all the time building business. So to see another power couple like you guys come on, you know, and do that and continue to do that and help other people, man. You guys are serving really as an example, yes. your pillar of light, right? Uh, to see a black power couple, something that we don't see a lot on, on TV or podcasting, right? We don't know who this is going to reach, but I'm positive that whoever it reaches, they're going to be impacted for sure by hearing you guys' story. But uh, any closing advice that you guys may have for entrepreneurs? We talked to startups, right? Uh, helping them get through a lot of the challenges that they're getting through. So uh, if you guys can put your mind back into the frame where y'all was there when y'all started y'all business, any advice that you guys have would be great. Do me a favor, if you guys are finding value out of the content, I need for you guys to hit subscribe, turn on the notifications so as we continue to roll out more content, you guys will be the first ones to get it. Uh, let people know how they can keep up with you and any closing advice that you guys have, we will be greatly appreciative. Awesome. Uh, well, you can find me at Sable Ote, that's on my social media on Instagram and on Facebook. And then our website is makingmultimillionaires.com so you can find us on that. Okay. I would just say just... Um, don't give up. Keep striving. Um, I've gotten into different places and spaces because if you have that mentality of success, you're going to get there. If you outwork somebody, if you out strategize somebody, if you out progress somebody, you're going to make it. Uh, what they say, um, hard work beats talent with talent don't work yeah, hard. Yeah. Right. That's that's true. So I would say that'll be uh, what I would give to the to the people. Okay. <laughs> uh, you can find me on right. Ruben Otero. <laughs> Uh, it's simple. Uh, IG is the tailored uh, insurance guy. Uh, just keep it simple. Uh, the biggest thing I tell you is, you know, if you whatever you're trying to do, you have a gift. <laughs> and in order to take that gift to the next level, you have to be a student of your business. Find out who's in your area that's doing it and doing it to the to the best level. And you actually want to see if they can mentor you. Fine. Just be a student of your business. Understand consistency equals predictability or oh, predictable life and predictable income. You just got to be consistent and, be, and stop. Don't stop being a student. Yeah. Oh, that's dope, man. Look, I can't think of a better way to close it out. I know y'all have an extremely busy schedule, so I want to thank y'all for taking the time out of y'all's schedule to come share a massive amount of game with our audience, man. So I appreciate that. But like I said, as y'all continue to grow, I got to get y'all back on the show. Yeah. So look, man, until next time, y'all keep tapped in with the Equity Tap.